بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم بسم الله توكلت على الله ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحلل عقدة من لساني يفقه قولي Why do we have to lose something to realize how much it means to us? When my father went into a coma, my siblings and I were all in different countries. As soon as we heard the news, we all flew back home to be with my parents. We hadn't been all together in the same place in ages. And there we were, cooped up in my parents' tiny apartment, taking care of my dad, comforting each other. We spent several weeks there, including all of Ramadan. It was good to be together again, sharing the same meal every day. A simple thing of being together, sharing a meal, was so, so special. It was a very difficult time for us with my dad's illness. But it was such a blessing to be together again. I'm not a native English speaker, and I didn't grow up in an English-speaking country. But even I'm familiar with the saying, count your blessings. I tried to find out where that came from, but it doesn't seem like anyone knows for sure. Some say it may be linked to an ancient Jewish tradition of counting a hundred blessings before the day ends. A hundred may sound like a lot, but it's really just a drop in the ocean of the countless blessings we take for granted. Family, friends, fortune, They're all great blessings for those who have them. But then so are our eyes, our ears. Every painless breath we take, our ability to think, to feel, to dream. We don't normally think about any of these things at all until we lose them. An insomniac will tell you that something as simple as a good night's sleep would be priceless. And for those of us who don't have trouble sleeping, we really have no guarantee we'll wake up in the morning. Yet we go to bed without any worry about, you know, breathing while we're asleep or, you know, other bodily functions that we need to keep ourselves alive. We just take it for granted. And if we're blessed with the miracle of waking up in the morning, coming back to life after a temporary death, We rarely think of that as anything special at all. We just go on as if we've earned the right to sleep and wake up rested, safe and sound. Even worse, many people wake up with negative thoughts. Oh no, it's Monday, or what a boring day it's going to be, or whatever. And they forget about the many souls that didn't get a chance to wake up. Those who weren't blessed with another day, another amazing opportunity to enjoy life. Yeah, people can be so forgetful and ungrateful sometimes. Just feel entitled. But when you think about it, what have we done to earn these blessings? Why should we simply expect to have them? And when we do have them, what are we doing with them? Are we putting them to good use or just wasting them? 
we are just human. And there will be days when all the blessings in the world won't seem to matter. And I think it's especially on these days that we need to count our blessings. There's an old story about a man who was walking down the street one day when he came across a blind leper who'd lost both arms and both legs. The leper was in a really pitiful situation, yet he raised his head to the sky and said, Praise Allah who saved me from what plagued many of those he created and favored me over them. The man stopped, looked at the leper and said, You, what did Allah favor you with? You're a blind leper who has no limbs. And the leper answered, Woe to you. He gave me a supplicating tongue, a thankful heart, and a body that has endured my physical affliction. From a very young age, my father taught us to always say Alhamdulillah, praise be to Allah, no matter what happened, good or bad. He would say Alhamdulillah when he finished a meal, or when I did well in school, or when he heard some good news. And he would also say it when someone hurt themselves, you know, because it could have been worse. Or when something bad happened at work, you don't know what good will come out of it in the future. Or when something that's completely bad with no positive side to it whatsoever that we could tell of, he would still say Alhamdulillah. Because he was positive that in God's wisdom, this is what he decided for us and therefore it must be good. He also taught us this supplication. اللهم ما أصبح بي من نعمة أو بأحد من خلقك فمنك وحدك لا شريك لك فلك الحمد ولك الشكر Oh Allah, whatever blessing I or any of your creation have risen upon is from you alone, without partner. So for you is all praise and unto you all thanks. Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, said, If anyone says this in the morning, he will have expressed full thanksgiving for the day. And if anyone says the same in the evening, he will have expressed full thanksgiving for the night. I think this supplication in itself is a blessing. Because what can you really say or do to show thanks for all of these countless blessings that we've received from God? Allah says in chapter 16, verse 18 of the Quran, وَإِن تَعُدُّوا نِعْمَةَ اللَّهِ لَا تُحْصُوهَا إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَغَفُورٌ رَّحِيمٌ And if you would count the favors of Allah, never would you be able to number them, for Allah is oft forgiving and most merciful. And in His mercy, Allah has sent us these simple words through His Prophet for us to say and be thankful. When Socrates was unjustly sentenced to death for his views, he said to his jurors, no evil can happen to a good man. He meant that 
Even if harm is inflicted on a person from the outside, nothing can damage his moral center. One day, Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, was reflecting on the affairs of a believer. He explained that for a believer, anything that happens can be good. So, for example, if they receive a blessing, that's already good, but they're also thankful to God when it happens, so that's even better for them. On the other hand, if they're afflicted by misfortune, they're patient, and Allah rewards them for that as well. So whatever happens to the believer, the way they react turns it into something good. But even the most faithful will sometimes get distracted by life and forget to be thankful. Allah reminds them in chapter 41, verse 51. وَإِذَا أَنْعَمْنَا عَلَى الْإِنسَانِ أَعْرَضَ وَنَآ بِجَانِبِهِ وَإِذَا مَسَّهُ الشَّرُّ فَذُو دُعَاءٍ عَرِيضٍ And when we show favor unto man, he turns away and withdraws to himself. And when evil touches him, he comes full of prolonged supplication. To my brothers and sisters who wake up in the morning, dreading what the day may bring. A terrible boss, more bills to pay, the fear of war, the painful memory of a lost loved one. If you put that hardship on one side of the scale and just a few of your blessings in the other, Allah's blessings will tip the scale. If you don't believe me, just start counting. Thank you for listening and remember us in your prayers.